Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Feed for Service podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk with Yates Kuhn, the chairman of Kettenbach Dental. It's a family-owned, family-run dental products business. They are the sponsor of our podcast. He has a great background. He's going to talk a little bit about what makes them a little bit unique and a little bit different. They're a manufacturing development company that sells direct to the customers. They have a complete workforce that works directly with you, the dentist, or your staff. And it's a fantastic and interesting interview. I dig a little bit and ask him a few questions about some of his success, but when you have double digit growth every year, they know what they're doing. So sit back and enjoy the today's podcast. Thank you. My name is Drew Burns, and I'm a part of a small group of dentists who believe something crazy. We believe that the standard of care is just not good enough. We demand the best of ourselves and the best for our patients. We believe that the best way, no, the only way to practice dentistry is on our own terms. If you ask the dental consultants or the corporate CEOs, they tell you that what we're doing isn't smart, that fee-for-service dentistry is dead, and that the golden age of dentistry is over. Yet, while others focus on profits first, we focus on the patient first. And yet, our offices are some of the most profitable in the entire country because we invest in ourselves and we are doing things right. It's our name on the door, and it's our reputation on the line. My name is Drew Burns, and I am a fee-for-service dentist. This is the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast, and these are our stories. Welcome, everybody, to the Fee-for-Service Podcast. Dr. Sonny Spear, we got an extra, extra special guest today. Our new sponsor, Kettenbach Dental. Uh, the chairman of Kettenbach is with us, Jens Kuhn. And in, in American is Kuhn, but in German it's Kuhn. So a little background on Jens. He's the father of three, chairman of Kettenbach Dental. He's been in the dental business for 25 years. He's been in healthcare all his life, started in pharmaceuticals, and now he's in the Kettenbach. He's in the Kettenbach Dental. So we are going to get some great information. First of all, welcome to the podcast, Jens. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to talk to you and, and to get, and first of all, I got to say thank you on behalf of myself and our community that enjoy this podcast. Your sponsorship is very helpful for us to make sure that the production value stays high and I think just adds another component. So we thank you all very much. Thank you. All right. So, so let's get into it. Tell me about your background. How did you get into this? So uh, my family has been in, in uh, the pharmaceutical industry since 1907. Uh, most people in my family uh, were physicians, uh, which was why I obviously uh, was in close contact with the healthcare industry uh, for a long time. Um, 
My personal background is, is in uh, marketing, economics, finance. So uh, you could say I come from the outside, uh, but obviously uh, if we all want to do something that is, appears relevant to us. Uh, health is definitely relevant. So for me, it was never a question that I would do something in healthcare. Uh, it was just not quite clear what it would be. So uh, I started uh, my career in a pharmaceutical company, um, then moved to the dental space. And uh, why dental? Um, okay, uh, <laughs> you may not want to take it the wrong way if I say I like dentists. Um, but what I do like about dentists and, and the dental space is the fact uh, dentists are, long, are entrepreneurs. Um, you um, work on the patient, but you also make your own decisions. Um, and ultimately for us, you decide what product uh, you want to use. Um, you manage your own office. Uh, I do like to work with entrepreneurs and uh, I think that's what uh, we as a company owned and managed, uh, a family owned and managed company and you as dentists have in common is we are entrepreneurs. So I think uh, we can communicate with each other on a different level. Okay. Um, all right, so let me ask you, when you said you got into the dental, what were some of the first jobs you had in dentistry? Uh, my first job in dentistry, and at that point, I had a little bit of seniority in my career, obviously, uh, have, having worked as a consultant before uh, as my, in my first job, and then in international uh, sales and marketing in the pharmaceutical industry. My first job at Kappenbach was VP of sales. And what I appreciated about that and uh, still appreciate today, um, the first people you talk to are your customers or your potential customers. So if you really want to uh, understand uh, the people um, that put food on your table, <laughs> um, starting in sales, is, is a wonderful idea. Okay. So, uh, so you, you've been, how long have you been with Kedma? Uh, 25 years. Oh, so you start, you, 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 okay. So you didn't start with like shine. Kedma was my first uh, dental job. That's fantastic. Did they recruit you? Did they pull you out of pharmaceuticals? How'd they get you? Um, Kedma, uh, it is uh, a company that my family has owned since 1972. Um, the company itself uh, is much older. It was not started in 1944. Um, but uh, it may so sound strange if I say I still uh, had a choice. Um, first of all, my family never said, this is what you need to do once you grow up, um, as they were also involved in other industries but everything related to healthcare. Um, and as they firmly believed that you should do what you enjoy most because you can only be good at what you enjoy. 
but for me, uh, I also spent some time in, in a family-owned pharmaceutical company when I was still in high school. Uh, so it was a very um, deliberate decision to uh, enter the dental space. Okay. So, so Ken, I mean, it's coming up on, it's a couple years away from its 80th year anniversary. That's uh, yes. phenomenal. That's phenomenal success. What was, give me some of the foundation principles, because you're, you're an entrepreneur, your family, obviously, they did pharmaceuticals, they did Kettenbach. What, what was, what, what is the basis of Kettenbach's success? The future of fee-for-service dentistry is based in membership patience. If you need help starting your membership plan, or if your plan is too big for your team to manage, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com to set up your free membership growth solution demo with our team. Basis of Kettenbach's success uh, today and in the past uh, is focus. Uh, what I mean to say by that is um, we, I believe, have a pretty good feeling what we can do and cannot do. Um, what we are, what we really strive in is chemically based products. So you'll never find a Kettenbach product that uh, has a plug. <laughs> uh, we know nothing about that. Right. Um, the other basis really is uh, we put a lot of effort in trying to understand uh, the needs of our uh, final customers, namely dentists. Um, we really strive to make day-to-day -day, uh, life for dentists better by, on the one hand side, producing great results for their patients, um, but also by uh, having very high quality standards. And what I mean by that is uh, giving you very predictable results. Um, while we manufacture products, uh, we don't believe that uh, product itself is the key. Um, you will probably uh, confirm being a dentist yourself, it's procedures, it's not products. Um, it's steps that follow each other that really have to work together. Mm -hmm. And we try to yep. help you in that process. Predictability, right? Like you said, yes. you ultimately want the outcome favorable for the doctor and the patient. And in order to get there, you need to have products and processes that help get you there. What were some of the first products that your company was, was, was in? Well, at the very beginning, the founder of, of Kettenbach, his name was August Kettenbach, hence the name. Uh, he lived in an area that was a mining area. And uh, he had some, if you look at uh, a drill, a drill used in mining and a dental drill uh, are not so different. Uh, Size-wise, obviously, yes. Uh, but the basic concept isn't so different. So some of the first products he, he made were, for example, uh, cleaning oils for uh, turbines. Uh, he did that for about a decade and then had an idea that truly revolutionized dentistry. 
Um, and that was the first silicone in dentistry. Uh, prior to using uh, silicone to take impressions, you used gypsum. Right, yep. If you uh, think about that, um, not very uh, convenient for the patient when you have to break the gypsum off the teeth and then reassemble it like a puzzle, uh, not very accurate. Um, so to uh, uh, bring to dentistry an uh, elastomeric product uh, was a big step. So while formerly Catma was founded in 1944, we believe uh, that they really started in 1955 with a first C silicone in dentistry, a product by the name of Lastic 55. And I will say, because I have used your products now, I'm a newbie but I've started using them Thank and you. some of your impression materials are, are just amazing. Um, they're colorful, but they're, but they're very predictable. In fact, I was talking with my lab tech today on this impression we did for a, 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 a transfer coping for a, an implant. And he said, what impression material do you use? I said, Oh, Panacel, monophase. And he said, well, what's that? He wasn't familiar with it. And I said, how do you like it? He said, oh, it's rock hard. It's solid. This, this, this is really very stable. And, you know, he deals with, and we deal typically with other products that we've used, but it was kind of neat. Like I didn't, I didn't preface it. I didn't tell him, Hey, I'm going to try this. I just used it. And he, he, he contacted me today. As a matter of fact, today, about 10 o'clock our time. And I was like, yeah, how's that working out? And I took a couple more impressions today. So yeah, it's, it's a great product and it's a great material. I personally love the one-on-one, -on -one, the salesperson, the contact, the human element, right? The, mm -hmm. the ability for me, I can talk to Dan, Dan, and Dan has explained some of the subtleties of the, of the products in a very nice, easy way that I understand it. And now putting it in place, and I mean, I've got 70 employees, so I've got a lot of different personalities, so it's not... I can tell one girl or one man, this is what we're going to do. And it's easy. There's a lot of moving parts. So it's been, it's been interesting to try to use some of the products and I've been very happy with them. So talk a little bit about how that progressed then from the first elastomeric impression material through some of the steps and stages to where we're at now. So uh, obviously technology, uh, progresses and so did we um in back in those years he used uh, condensation curing silicones and condensation almost by definition means uh, uh the polymerization process releases water so that has a little bit of shrinkage uh today modern uh, polyvinyl siloxane products don't have that disadvantage any longer. Um, we have done something that your mother probably warned you about. <laughs> uh, for the longest time, we put all eggs in one basket, uh, which means we were strictly an impression materials company. Um, advantage of that is you can really focus and you can really uh, master uh, development and manufacturing of these products. Uh, disadvantage is you have to master it because uh, 
this is your only shot you got you have so we did that for a long time and obviously we designed a lot of products around that uh, like light registration materials soft relining materials um, uh, lab products and the likes um, then we decided to move on and um, started in the methacrylate based world uh, basically everything that in your mouth is white and not God-given, uh, if I may summarize it that way. Um, we, it took us about eight years uh, to really um, accumulate the know-how, uh, the IP, um, before we dared to launch our first methacrylate-based product. Uh, which was Vizalis Tem, or Temporary Crown and Bridge Material. Um, all products that we, um, that we offer uh, are designed to provide you as a dentist with unique uh, benefits. Um, we are so uh, focused and specialized, uh, we cannot afford to, to make commodities. Um, if uh, as a user you, you, you don't perceive uh, there's something that makes your life better, uh, then we have to go back to the drawing board. So that makes us a little bit different. Well, let me ask you, I think what also makes you different is you're direct. You make the products and you sell the products. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you, why, why that model? Why not manufacture them and have everybody else sell them? Um, a couple of different reasons. Uh, I would argue that not only are we direct, um, we also have uh, a different level of qualification of sales representatives. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people in our team are dental technicians by trade, dental hygienists. Uh, we don't just hire somebody off the street and uh, say, be a salesman. Because uh, let's face it, if you talk to somebody about a product, you expect that person to be at least as knowledgeable as you are in that particular field. Yes, you deal with a lot of different uh, areas. And um, I mean, a dentist has to deal with a lot of different things. Uh -huh. But uh, when we if we have a technical conversation, uh, you want me to add value. If I can't do that, uh, I'm wasting your time. So face-to-face um, -face interaction, and that's what direct sales are, uh, provides us with a very unique opportunity to understand your daily work, uh, your daily needs, and also eventually come up with ideas where we can make things better. I love that. I love so that. For us, it's, this is not a one-way street. Uh, we bring you products. It's also, uh, you provide us with a lot of information. And we, we learn every day. And so it's truly to, a partnership. Uh, and it should be. And let's face it, sometimes things go wrong. And... Uh, we need to understand that too. And that's something where 
sometimes we can we can provide you with uh, assistance, and that's important. Uh, we can also help you train your office team, um, especially when you have a, a large practice. Um, you need all your uh, chair side assistance to be at the same level. Yeah, um, that's what yeah. we can be helpful. Well, I mean, just just for example, the mixing tip. I just want to talk a little bit about the quality and the details. Mm -hmm. Just the mixing tip on the Panasol, which is your one of your polyvinyl siloxanes, right? Just the mixing tip is is unique in that it's really secure. There is no doubt that that's on and that's on fully and it's fully seated, and the and the homogeneous mix is fantastic. What what kind of a I mean it sounds like attention to detail across the board is a Kettenbach you know staple, right? As a step as an as essential part. Talk talk a little bit about how that makes the difference in some of your decisions and your product development because it's it's visible quality. Well. Um, when you mentioned, uh, for example, mixing tips, we uh, recently switched suppliers of our cartridges and mixing tips. Um, we had a good product there uh, that worked, but we found another supplier that, uh, in our opinion, um, added security because uh, you have a color code between the uh, there's a part of plastic that remains on the cartridge and the mixing tips and they match so you know you don't have the wrong mix tip on a cartridge uh, the other thing is you can uh, you cannot have unpolymerized material because there's no bleeding of the cartridge prior to use uh, that's a big step uh, there's also a temper proof seal, which nobody else had. So for us uh, to move that way, um, sure, uh, the better is always the enemy of the good. So we had to go that way. Talk, talk about that seal. Talk about that temper proof seal. Talk, just give a little more details for some folks, especially people that really understand, right, the, 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 the dynamics of, you know, packaging and, but also really uh, well, when you protection. see there's, the, there's a, there's a, every cartridge comes uh, with, uh, with a lid, uh, has to, <laughs> and the lid actually has a second part on the cartridge, um, and it's one plastic mold. So um, you can see when you open that, that uh, uh, lid that it has been opened. Uh, which in the past was not the case. And uh, let's face it, there are a lot of crazy people out there. So we want things to be tamper-proof. Right. Okay. Now, it, it looks like color color scheme or color coding is also across the board a, 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 a part, of your, um, part of your makeup. Talk a little bit about that. Well, when you use... An impression material. I mean, there's a lot of things that fortunately you as a dentist don't have to care about because we do. 
Uh, obviously, you expect that the uh, material that you extrude out of a out of a cartridge through a mixing tip uh, has perfect mixer, and uh, this depends a lot on how that mixing tip is built, uh, the inside geometry, uh, number of mixing elements, and so and so on. So. Uh, we did notice in the past uh, when there was no color coding between cartridge and mixed tip um, that in a lot of instances, I mean, in a hectic uh, dental office, uh, wrong mixing tips were used. And uh, that leads to material that is only partially set, if set at all. And uh, I think uh, it's very obvious that has that has disadvantages. Nobody likes to uh, clean the oral cavity with the uh, unset uh, silicone. Mm -hmm. Well, I also noticed that in your core buildup material, the the mixing tip had a very distinct length, which was different from a competitor's length of a similar product. So I'm guessing that that length is very specific to. The, the, the purity of the homogeneous, you know, the full mixing, as well as the set time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always important that you uh, really uh, find the right primary packaging, uh, and it's a functional primary packaging uh, for your materials. So we try to source that uh, wherever we can. And again, whenever we find something that we feel is more suitable, uh, we move that way. Um, that sometimes may, in the on the first side, not make uh, you like us, because sometimes we have to, for example, change mixing tips. Um, but believe us, we do that for a good reason. Uh, we do it for your own safety, for your comfort, and uh, most importantly, so you have predictable results when you work with our products. So let me ask you, what, what kind of uh, what kind of research and development do you have going on? And I'm assuming it's at the home base. Talk a little bit about that stuff. Um, we do a lot of things that in uh, big publicly traded companies you would probably execute it for. <laughs> um, Let's hope not. But yeah, we have about about twenty percent of our uh, uh, members. R&D and quality assurance. So that's pretty hefty. Um, we obviously are full of ideas for new products and uh, uh, you can rightfully accept, uh, expect that we'll, you'll see uh, very unique new product launches from us in the near future. Um, one uh, recent launch you saw was Visada Semcor. And uh, I know you're familiar with that product. Yeah, you beat me to uh, it. I was going to ask you about it. So keep going. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I know it's unique because, uh, first of all, our R&D guys managed to uh, do something that many people thought to be impossible. Uh, it's a material that hy has hydrophilic and hydrophobic behavior, but in one material. 
because as the name SEMCOR cement core buildup indicates, uh, it is a core buildup material. And when you think about it, you don't want that to be hydrophilic because it would uh, literally make your tooth explode if the material would absorb uh, 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 waterly fluids like saliva. Uh, but it's also hydrophilic because you want the cement to be hydrophilic. Um, so pretty unique technology. Uh, nice thing about that is you create a monoblock. You don't need two different materials. So really designed to make uh, A, your life easier and B, uh, create a better chemical uh, entity. Okay, so how did how did that come about? Uh, and let me ask you a question as far as the product goes. I have not personally used that yet. Let's say you have a crown mm -hmm. that has come off, and you know you have to, and there's still some core there, but you've got to you know re reconfigure the core, and you got to get the crown. You know, part of the part of the tooth comes off in the crown. So can you do? like the core buildup within the crown and actually it does the core buildup, but it also cements the crown. Can that be done? That's exactly what this material is designed for. Oh is, man, that's a problem solver. <laughs> and also it's a material that works with almost all uh, adhesive systems out there. Meaning like bonding agents, no kind of things, sixth generation, yes. fifth generation, third generation, seventh generation. Mm -hmm. Great stuff. Um, so I'm assuming that that came from some ideas. I'm not going to ask you what things you have in the works because we don't want to we don't want to give away any secrets till you're ready to release them. You but can ask me that, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> well, I, how about this? I won't put you on the spot. So uh, what's really, it's really interesting. So I, I, I just love it. I love the idea. Uh, I like the partnership. I do like the concepts. I do like the relationship part. I mean, after all, I can't stand calling a company and having a, you know, a switchboard and, and 15 different plugs of the phone and like right now, I'm trying to schedule an appointment to see a GI doc, and I'm getting messages back on a portal. How about you call me and tell me I can come this time? I don't know what's good and what's not good. So talk to me about that relationship of your salespeople directly with your customers. Well, first of all, it's important uh, if you have a question, a problem, something you want to talk about, that you have a direct person to talk to. Right. So um, our uh, sales team is directly aligned to their specific group of customers. So you have one regular person to be in touch with. Uh, then, of course, that goes uh, through all uh, hierarchy levels of our company. And we are talking right now. Uh, actually, Kettenbach has a face for you now, apart from Dan Pirelli and other people you've met within the company. Um, and there's a pretty good likelihood we'll be there tomorrow, too. So Yeah, well, our... what's interesting, Dan said there were two parts of the country that weren't really covered, but the people were hired, they were being trained, and probably as of the release of this, 
we now have the co the United States fully covered with sales reps. Is that right? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, when you're privately held, uh, you don't hire an army on one day. Right. Well, army wouldn't help, but a big team of uh, <laughs> dental professionals. Um, so obviously, we had to do that one step at a time. You know. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, we are very happy that uh, now we have uh, a, a fairly significant size team. It's very easy to find people, but not good people. So we yeah. needed some time for that too. So uh, we even have a sales rep in Hawaii now, which uh, uh, I'm kind of uh, sad that's not me, but... Um, yeah, by the way, when that person quits or retires, I could be, I could, uh, there's a price. I'm, I can be bought. If you need me, you need me, I can be available. I just want you to know. Just keep that. No, mind. the two of us are competing for the same <laughs> job. <laughs> your quality, your credentials might be a little better than mine. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So let, let me ask you a couple other questions. Um, on this path and this road with this company, uh, which is family-based, right? Was there ever a push or someone saying, hey, listen, Kattenbach, make the products, we'll sell it for you? You know, people, um, some, 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 I read somewhere that, that the Dilbert principle is there's a new idiot born every day. <laughs> So people do have crazy ideas sometimes about what we can do for them or cannot do for them and why we should be doing that. Um, for the time being, we are, there are fine dental companies out there, don't get me wrong. And there are people who do amazing things. Uh, but for the time being, we are pretty happy being independent as we are. Um, doing what we enjoy and by that uh striving to do a better job every day um, do you, so, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about your growth because we know the growth has been tremendous do you want to talk a little bit about that which says hey what we're doing is working right um growth can always be better mm -hmm. uh, but i can't tell you that uh you sound like me <laughs> 25 years ago we were uh, a lot smaller than we are today. I can tell you that uh, um, we still experience uh, double-digit growth every year. Um, and uh, I mean, people, and I'm sure you will ask me that too, what I think about digital dentistry and so on, especially for a company that makes uh, analog impression materials. Um, That is a market that is still evolving. And I think there are good reasons for that. And I'm not saying that uh, digital dentistry doesn't have uh, a space and a growing space. Uh, but for the time being, we grow in that area. We grow in areas that we haven't been in. Um, we love to do what we're doing. So um, yeah. Uh, we are not the biggest out there by far. Uh, we're not the smallest 
to date either. And that really helps us because now we can do some things uh, that we really enjoy. And that, uh, I mean, we, we uh, invest a lot of uh, our growth in, in further growth and in new products and in new technologies. Um, so um, it may sound strange, but we like to invest in our customers and what we do with our customers. So um, the biggest driver of su for success is success. Um, so uh, yeah, we actually have pretty nice accelerated growth and we uh, do our best to keep it that way. So let me ask you a question. I'm not a dentist and, and, and you're, you're on, this is, you're going to be like a little Ted talk here. So you're on and we're going to say to you, Jens, what are the three or four or five principles that you think help define your company and have made you successful apart from other companies? Is that particular reason you're saying you're not a dentist? No, I'm just I, I'm just trying to take it out of context. Like I, I didn't want to, you know, I, I didn't want I didn't want to uh, like it, it, you know because a business is a business, right? So you have a business, I have a business, you know, because you talked about the entrepreneurial spirit, and and I believe it's alive and well. So I just just curious. I mean, if if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm not a dentist, you know, and I'm thinking, well, geez, I I have a you know I have a small body shop. And, you know, how do I, what are some things I can learn that I can take and help grow my business? And I'm sure, I mean, customer service relationships, I'm getting that like loud and clear and I've seen it in action. So I'm a little, little biased, but talk a little bit about what those, what those things would be. I think it's uh, pretty uh, much the same whether you run a dental manufacturing business or you're a dentist. Yep. Or whatever you do, I think. Uh, I agree. One thing you have to have, you have to have a clear mission. Um, you have to love what you're doing. Um, if you don't love what you're doing, uh, why would you get up in the morning? Yep. Uh, I mean, you really have to enjoy doing that. I think you have to understand who's ultimately paying your bills. Um, and uh, respect that um so by that i think you also have to have a little bit of uh, love for your customers um which for many people like myself would limit the industries i want to work in mm -hmm. um yeah i get that yep I, I think respect is a big factor um respect the people around you uh, there's no nobody who's not important. That's uh, not just outside of your company, but also especially inside your company. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, I think, uh, don't, don't really build teams because they don't respect each other. Uh, and that's a big, so that I think is very important. Um, don't take yourself too serious. Um, Never too late to have a good childhood. I think very important. Um, and I think uh, also sometimes you have to lead by example, or most of the times you have to lead by example. 
Uh, if you preach things that you're not willing or able to do yourself, uh, that's a problem. This is great stuff. You're never too late to have a good childhood. I like that. <laughs> I think I'm living proof. Um, but no, it's it's no. The reason I'm asking is because if you look at some of the trends, right? Is it seems like in dentistry, like the bigger companies cannibalize or eat up the smaller companies. And that's a lot of smaller companies' gold. Let me get it to this point, and then I'm, it's just going to turn over to X, Y, Z. You guys seem to have really found a nice niche in a nice space in that you're developing partnerships and relationships, and it's all about the ultimate end product being of the high quality like we talked about. So there had to be some some temptation or like a phone call. Hey, hey, Jens, this is uh, Ed Smith. I'm with uh, dental company powerhouse ABC. We want to buy your company. Right. So <laughs> you get these calls, but uh, and you can do that. But then the question is, what are you going to do next? Right. So, I mean, why get out of a space that you actually enjoy working in? Um, that uh, over time you have developed a couple of skills to work in uh, that does pay your bills. Um, I don't You've really see, see a striking uh, reason to do that. And you've grown. And, and, you know, in spite of, quote, a trend, you guys have have done your thing and done it well. So fantastic. Uh, do, do you have a mission statement like written up that you want to share? Uh, we have a mission statement. I have to admit, I don't have that in front of me. Oh, no problem. But I can Sorry. tell you uh, obviously what it's all about. Uh, if I couldn't tell you, then I think we had a problem as a company, but uh, so, First is obviously about our target uh, audience, and that's uh, dental dentists, office yeah. staff, and dental technicians. Well, ultimately the the patient, because uh, we want to uh, help you uh, provide uh, the best dentistry you can. Um, our focus, we talked about that earlier on, is on. Uh, chemically based consumables. Mm -hmm. um, also, we want to uh, develop, and manufacture, and sell products with a clearly perceivable uh, benefit to to the dentist. Um, consistency high, consistently high quality. We talked about that because you want to have uh, predictable uh, results in your work. Um, so that's basically uh, yeah. what we're all about. That is our mission. And, and you have no middleman. So your costs are very reasonable, would you say? You know, it's arguable whether um, I mean, our cost to the to the dentist. Uh, of course, we uh, try to uh, provide you uh, products that have a, a good cost 
benefit re uh, ratio. Right. Uh, when it comes to quality, we don't uh, cut corners. Right. So, uh, yes, we have reasonably priced products. Uh, you're being modest. Priced, that doesn't necessarily mean cheap products. That's what I mean, but you're, you're being modest. You, you, you have high quality material, right? And you're not, it's not a markup, a markup, a markup. It's manufactured and it's sold by the same company. Right. And we like to invest in our customer. Right. And not middlemen. Lot to be said for that. I mean, it's that's a lost art. I gotta I gotta commend you. That's a lost art. That's one of the things that honestly I think that if I would say about our dental practice, we try to keep that doctor patient or staff patient, you know, patient office relationship. Our our tagline and our motto and everything we do is it's personal. So I know that's a cute glitchy saying and a lot of people have stolen it and used it, but it's not personal if you're not one-on-one -on -one with your customer, like you said, your patient base. I mean, it's so. trust. I open my, my mouth and you do in my mouth uh, whatever you professionally think is the right thing. If I don't trust you, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, right? Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. Not in that part of my body, yep. Yeah, and it's the same thing with our products. Uh, a lot of these products, um, first you have to trust us. Uh, then, of course, your experience, and uh, hopefully that strengthens your, your trust. Right. But to try a new product, I uh, fully understand, is a risk. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a good reason to try a new product. Uh, and that product better... Uh, performs super super all right i'm gonna wrap up shortly is there any final thoughts that you'd like to share with us and our audience um, no thank you for having me uh well tonight today i know we have a little bit of a time difference here uh i uh yeah very much uh, I really enjoyed our conversation I appreciate your time. I, I have to ask you one quick question. I do ask everybody first time that they're on. And, and I just, it's just, it's a fun question. It has nothing to do with dentistry. If you could go to back, if you could go back in time to any place and time period or era, where would you go and why? I would probably go to the beginning of the 22nd century. I know that's not back. Oh, you know, but, I'm not, uh, not going to let you go there. You got to go back. I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, and first of all, not one of the people who tell you how great things used to be. Uh, I really enjoy the time we live in, and I'm very positive and optimist about uh, the times to come. I love it. So, Me too. Uh, I'm not going back in time. I can only. Oh, look I love it. Forward. I love it. Yeah, you're. You sold me. That's good. That's good. Well, if you're in a product company, right? If you're in a company with products, and you're looking to constantly improve, you can't wait till your next product. You can't wait till your next. Right? You can't. It's. 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 You. You. You know what? You're all in. I love it. You're all in. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day, okay? Me too. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to the fee-for-service dentist podcast. If you would like to share your fee-for-service story, please fill out our contact form at ffsdentistry.com. Also, be sure to join our fee-for-service dentistry Facebook group. For help starting your dental membership plan, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com and membershipmastercourse.com. Finally, for help with in-house financing, visit dentalfinancingdirect.com. And don't forget, your story is what you make of it. This is your name on the door and your reputation on the line. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time.